You've heard me talk about Tacovas, the company carrying on all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. Well, longtime listener Jeremy emailed me to say, Zabe, I was on a work trip to Austin, knew about Tacovas from the podcast, stopped into the store. Next thing you know, I've got a damn good pair of boots and I'm looking sharp with a nice buzz to boot. Giddy up. Tacovas believes in Western for all. And you can feel that when you stop in one of their stores and get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. If you can't make it into the store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T E C O V A S.com and point your toes west. And as a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 at Tacovas.com. Just use promo code ZABE, that's promo code Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, at checkout. It's a $30 value, and they sell out fast. Only at Tacovas.com. Stay tuned for a special presentation. Believe it or not, this is not one of the songs that will be drafted tonight in the first ever R&B slash funk slash 70s musical draft with me and Jay, a response to the wildly popular Yacht Rock draft from how long ago was it, Jay, we did the Yacht Rock draft? Actually, Zabe, I believe we are maybe 364 because I noticed that ESPN on this day of nothing had their Estes Espy's, um, well, I guess promo? you call it, um, yeah, Espy's promo show. And I'm like, well, you guys are just punting. Yeah, right. you, you don't care about today. <laughs> I don't remember when, when we did the Yacht Rock draft, but I, people loved it. I think it's it. last year. I think it, it's last year. Might have been a year ago. Might have been a year yeah. ago in the doldrums of summer. And so we, we have said, you know, we need to do a funk draft. And the first problem I ran into was what the funk qualifies as funk. <laughs> Certainly, Jackson 5 with I Want You Back could be considered, but it all is a matter of debate. So I found the following definition, Jay, to start us off. You ready? Okay. For what it's worth, this is... Great, by the way, the background is still playing. Great. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's great. By the way, this is a great fucking song, isn't it? Yes. Goddamn Jackson 5. You know what, though? Almost as good, and people are going to punch me for this one. The Osmonds, One Bad Apple, also really? as good. And it was supposed to be just like the Jackson 5, I Want You Back. But the, the Osmonds, One Bad Apple, pretty good fucking song. Look at that musical. Look at the big musical diversity on Jay, kids. All the way from the Jackson 5 to the Osmonds. That's as pretty the, far apart as you can get. Look at the big brain on Brad. Right. I like I like using two phrases when I say I don't know somebody or couldn't identify them. It's either I couldn't pick them out of the Osmond family photo or I couldn't pick them out of Duke Ellington's band. 
Those are the two polar racial extremes. The second one is one of my favorite ones that you use. The Duke, the Duke <laughs> Ellington. That one always made me giggle. <laughs> All right. So according to an internet definition, musically, funk refers to a style of aggressive urban dance music driven by hard, syncopated bass lines and drum beats and accented by any number of instruments involved in a rhythmic counterplay all working towards a groove. Okay, so can I just, anything you can dance to, I believe, would be the definition? Yep, that, no? that, that is partially it. Obviously, okay. the draft picks that we're about to roll out preferably are rooted in the 70s, but I have a pick that is not from the 70s, I but involves an, artist, involves an artist who was huge in the 70s. So I said, why can't I draft that, that particular song? So you can. yeah, so it's it's going to be a very uh, diverse draft here, and I'm looking forward to getting to it. I go first, Jay follows, so I've got picks number one, three, five, seven, and nine. Jay has two, four, six, eight, and ten. Yes. Okay. With the first selection in the inaugural and maybe one and only, never to be done again, <laughs> funk draft. I take arguably one of the greatest songs of all time, Earth, Wind, and Fire's <laughs> September. It this combines. Is your calling card. It is. It combines soul, R&B, jazz, and funk, and turns it into a dance pop masterpiece. The key ingredient to this song is a woman by the name of Allie Willis, A L L E E Willis. What you talking about, Willis? She was brought in by Maurice White to help out to form this actual song because Maurice White had a hook. They had a few lyrical ideas, but it was all disheveled. And when Ms. Willis, who was on food stamps at the time, got the call and she heard some of the demo tracks they wanted her help on, she was like, oh, please, please, please. I hope this song is one of them because she loved it right away. Now... That phrase, Badia, is an interesting part of this song because Allie Willis, who worked a lot with the lyrics, begged Maurice White to get rid of it, saying, you got to have real lyrics. What the fuck does Badia mean? Wait a minute. What's, what's this lady's name again? Allie she Willis. Sounds, she, she sounds like she has no clue on how to... She, get rid of that. Get rid of that. No, 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 no. No, no. Uh, Willis made many right calls with the lyrics okay. and, and the All way right. that the, the, they were arranged. I mean, she was really good. She's got a lot of credits to her name. She's in the Songwriters Hall of Fame, by well, the way. Well, I'll shut up. Yeah, man. you shut your mouth. <laughs> uh, initially, the song is going to be played at a, at a slower tempo, but she shot for a faster BPM that had, had a disco feel to it. And that, of course, was a home run in the decision. But Willis fought to the final hour with White over the body line, desperately trying to convince him to change it saying, I didn't like it, I knew this was a stone-cold hit, and that nobody was going to know what that meant. She lost the battle, though, because Maurice White said, never let the lyrics get in the way of a good groove. Oh, my man! Don't care, what, don't care what they're saying, it's just a great, you can dance to it. There right. You go. Now, Allie Willis... This is, a, this is, by the way, top three wedding dance song of all time. No question. There's no, there's no question. No right, question. Right. 
Allie Willis also is credited with Neutron Dance by the Pointer Sisters. Pointer Sisters. The theme from Friends, I'll Be There For You by the Rembrandts. Oh, wow. And others. As for the significance of the 21st of September, Jay, there is none. It has nothing to do with the change of seasons. Nothing. Maurice White just said he liked the way it rhymed. Again, there's there's no big backstory. It's just a good fucking song. Exactly. Uh, Last year, September was inducted to the National Recording Registry in the Library of Congress, deemed an oral treasure worthy of preservation because of its cultural, historic, and aesthetic importance to the nation's recorded sound heritage. Said Willis, I think the song's just eternally uplifting. It's impossible to be depressed when you hear it. And, uh... I don't know if you heard, but I saw the great Earth, Wind, and Fire in person last week at Summerfest. So that's off my bucket list. So you've seen EWF? I I got to see him, the living, surviving members, which of course does not include Maurice White, uh, but it includes his brother who plays bass. um, Verdine? Verdine White, who he looks old, old as hell, but he was out there doing his thing. Philip Bailey, yeah, Philip Bailey, Philip Bailey's son sings in the band, and Philip Bailey Sr. let his kids sing some of their banger songs. And here's the funny thing, because setlist.fm is often your friend at concerts. Have you ever been to a setlist website that tracks what groups played what songs at what time in their set? Yes, I did that for uh, my Hall and Oaks. Okay, yeah, yeah, so I'm on setlist.fm. And I didn't realize that sometimes Setlist FM does not include encores. And they played September, standing ovation. I was in the front row, Jay, because I got a media pass. And while there's no I in team, there's a me in media. And it starts with me. So (laughs) I use that to my advantage. I'm so pumped. And I'm like, I'm just giving the boys a standing ovation like this. And then, okay, I thought that's it. There's, there's, Probably no encore. I said, besides, if there is an encore, they ain't got a song any better than September, so I'm leaving. Well, then as soon as I'm halfway up the ramp to leave the arena, I hear them start up again, and it's in the stone. I had forgotten in the fucking stone as one of their songs. So I listened to it halfway up, which was fine still, but I I technically walked away from my front row seat for their encore, so I suck. Okay, having said that, Jay, you are now on the clock. What is your first pick in the funk R&B draft of 2023? Uh, this song, I believe, has the best funk opening of any song in the funk Hall of Fame. Thank you. See live I'm version. Say anything. It's a live version, by the way. Here yes. we go. Look at you. I got to get up and do my thing. Okay, well, let me kind of move these things around here, you know. Just get up and do my thing, you understand? I love uh, this. Can, can, I, can I really get into it? Yeah. Can, I, can, I get in, can I get into the thing, really? Yeah. The great. Like, like a sex machine? Yeah. James Move Brown. Yeah. Doing it? Yeah. Can I get into it? Yeah. Can I get into all our things? Yeah. One, two, three. It. I'm going to turn it off, Jab. One, two, three, four. Oh yeah. It's just it's just too perfect. Get up. So good. If your heel is not tapping right now, right away, you have no rhythm in your body whatsoever. 
Now, now I, I know you were give, you were giving out some some uh, great delectables earlier. Do you know some of the people who were in James Brown's band at one point? No. Some guy named Jimi Hendrix. Oh, I've heard, heard of him. him. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's pretty good. Um, some guy named Bootsy Collins. Don't know if you ever heard of him before. I have. <laughs> yes, they were there. Well, all of us at one time were in James Brown's band. He, like he like had the greatest rhythm section of all time, I think, because he had like the best rhythm guitar plays ever. Right. Now this song, "Sex Machine," from his 1970 double album of the same title, "Sex Machine," and uh, yeah, just just killed it. James Brown from Cincinnati, Ohio. Can't go wrong drafting from James Brown in the I don't think so. draft. <laughs> no. I don't think so. So, um, this song and this album is often considered to be one of the greatest and most important funk records of all time, and arguably the high point of Brown's creative heyday from 1967 to 1971. It was ranked first in Spin Magazine's 25 Greatest Albums of All Time. And, uh, yeah. You got yours, huh? How, how, how many times was this song played on eight tracks and record players in shag carpeted bedrooms around America <laughs> in the seventies while while a man and a woman got naked? I would know, or, or I'd like to know how many times this was played at a dance in like nineteen sixty-eight. Oh yeah. Yeah. James Brown is pure comedy, by the way, too. Just <laughs> listening to James Brown talk is pure comedy. Yeah. Um, he is he alive? No, James Brown is no he longer died. Alive. Okay, right. Yes. Good stuff. Good stuff. Okay. All right. With the uh, next pick in the uh, funk draft, it's almost like going it's like a team or it's like a run on players from a particular school <laughs> because i too am gonna <laughs> two, pick a player from miami. alabama oh wait i already did this i'm going back to james brown but this one is from 1985 and oh, the soundtrack to the movie yeah. rocky four Living in America, my second selection in this year's Funk Draft. Just a phenomenal song in every regard. Uh, Composed by Dan Hartman and Charlie Midnight. Oh, Dan Hartman, I can dream about you. Dan Hartman, prolific writer and performer, who died of a brain tumor at the young age of 43. He was in the closet. Uh, I was going to say Dan Harmon was gay. He was gay, but he was in the closet, and he just knew how to write songs. And she I and he cooked, about you is one of my favorite songs of all time. Exactly. I, and he, I love that song. He cooked this one up uh, for James Brown after sort of his star had dimmed just a bit. Uh, not only James Brown on lead vocals in this, but a certain guy you might have heard of on lead guitar, Jay, Stevie Ray Vaughan. 
Not Ooh, bad, never huh? Never heard of him. Never, never heard, heard of him. <laughs> also, the horns, which are great, the Uptown Horns. Of course, what made this song so great was that it was James Brown, funk soul icon from the 60s and 70s, but with a rebirth in 1985, introducing him to a whole new generation of kids. Can I dive off for a second? I'm so glad you brought that up. I'm going to very quickly. We have what I think our generation was the last generation of music lovers. Like, there's no Steve Winwoods in popular music today. Like, and when we were growing up, you could be like 50 and still be a pop music star. <laughs> you can't be that anymore. Like, James Brown had a pop hit. And yes. And he was like 60. I mean, yes. I, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. Reached, I, I, it reached number four on the Billboard Hot 100 chart in 1985. In part, of course, because it was attached to an insanely popular movie franchise, Rocky. But this song, with not only its groove and the rebirth of, hey, don't forget about James Brown. He's still out there. He can still bring it. But you combine that with the incredible entrance of Apollo Creed, who thought he had a walk in the park against an unknown Russian at the time, and instead was killed in the ring! Made this so awesome. Just, you know, the way he's dancing around, they've got the lights and the girls, and he's laughing and smiling and teasing, you know, uh... Uh, uh, Ivor, oh, oh God, not Dolph Lundgren. He was the actor who played uh, Ivan Drago. He's yeah. teasing Ivan Drago. Drago is staring there blank-faced with this super hot Brigitte Nielsen in his corner at her prime before she went downhill. Ugh. And what a fucking scene this was. So there's my second pick. Living in America, James Brown. We have had back-to-back players from Alabama selected in the funk draft. We have gone James Brown, James Brown from two different eras. And I make no apologies yeah. for that. We literally just drafted 2001 Miami Hurricanes. <laughs> That's what we did. Right. It's like, don't overthink it. Yeah, All right. Yes. Now with the third pick in the funk draft. Fourth pick. This yes, this song always made me giggle because the way they spelled it. This is Sly and the Family Stone. Thank you for letting me be myself. But the way they spelled myself, it is so funny. But this song is so funky, and the groove is so right there in the pocket. Really I is. I love this song. Now it'll be listed when you look it up on your music service, whatever which one you use. It'll be thank you parentheses. Yes. Falatin me be mice elf. <laughs> okay. So Falatin Falatin me is one word F A L E T T I N me. New word B and then mice like the animal. Elf at the end like the creature. Elf. Falatin me be myself. Get it? <laughs> Well, we, we should, every time we do one of these songs, we should always, you should play the Chappelle, Rick James, cocaine is a hell of a drug. Because we, we, we have, by the way, we have the greatest cocaine users in the history of the world in this list. Oh, of so course. We, we work, like right now we have like, um, with Larry Bird and, and you know, I, I'm not going to say anybody is Michael Jordan. I'll say Larry Bird. Larry old... Bird and, Michael, and Magic Johnson. Sly Stone is Larry Bird. Dude. And, the... and, 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 you know, cocaine use. Well, the whole decade was drenched yes. in cocaine. Yeah. And it wasn't until the uh, mid-80s that people started dying from bad cocaine and overdosing that cocaine lost its cachet. 
But yes. I can assure you it's still quite popular, as, <laughs> as evidenced by the recent news reports out of uh, the White House. Yes, that's very true. So, who is Sly? Sly Stone. Oh, Sly Stone in from about 65 to about 73 was the, he was that genius guy in music. And then he literally just lost it. He just lost his mind. Really? Cocaine use. Oh, yeah. wow. He was, I believe he, he was found underneath like uh, a bridge like 10 years ago. Like nobody had found him because he was dis- he was like missing. But he was, well, he is a musical genius, yeah. no doubt. Uh, they were active from 66 to 83. Sly Stone, the leader. Freddie Stone, listed as the second on the member list on Wikipedia. Bunch of other names. Rose Stone was in there as well. And a whole bunch of other names that came in and out. Not, not Jeff Stone from the Orioles. No, no, not, not part of it. No. And it looks like in this photo on Wikipedia, uh, it was not just... You know, brothers and sisters. There was a white guy in the band. Yeah, Jerry well, Martini. Did I get that right? I'm going to say yeah. Uh, Jerry Martini was a saxophonist inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Jerry Martini. So there you go. Sly and the Family Stone. Your next pick in the funk draft. Okay, with the what selection are we on now, Jay? I just did my second one. So that'd be four. Yes. So with the fifth pick in the funk R&B, whatever you want to call it, draft, I go from Alabama to Georgia when it comes to selections. I'm taking the best Stevie Wonder song available, to me at least, Higher Ground by the great Stevie Wonder. Hell yeah. Yeah. The, the bass on this is just fantastic. Uh, this song written in 1973 as part of his album Inner Visions. Song reached number four on the Billboard Hot 100 chart and came out just before he had a near-fatal car accident, Stevie Wonder, uh, that left him in a coma. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Oh, was it? Was he driving? Because no, there would be, there would be a problem. <laughs> oh, yeah. Who let Stevie Wonder drive? Stevie Wonder, who was blind due to a birth defect. Uh, but by the way, Shaquille O'Neal says Stevie Wonder can see. Shaquille, Shaquille O'Neal has Shut. a story. I'll, I'll tell it very quickly. Oh, Shaquille damn. O'Neal lived, lives in the same building as as as, as Stevie Wonder does in L.A. This is Shaq's on the story. Shaq says he gets on the elevator. Stevie Wonder is already there. Shaq gets on the elevator, goes to the side, and Stevie says, Hey, Shaq, good afternoon. <laughs> How do you know he just couldn't sense Shaq's seven foot three presence? I'm just telling you what Shaq said. <laughs> this is the Shaq story. I love that story. Uh, Rolling Stone ranked this song number 261 on its 500 greatest songs of all time. So it's got Remade. Remade in the 80s by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Sure, exactly. 
Uh, the album version contains an extra verse and runs 30 seconds longer than the single. The unique wah-wah clavinet sound of the song was achieved with a Mutron 3 envelope filter pedal. And the bass line is provided by a Moog synthesizer using overdubs. Wonder played all the instruments on this track, including drums and percussion. The song lyrics address the issue of reincarnation. And he said, I'd like to believe in reincarnation. I like to sometimes think your consciousness can happen on this earth a second time around. He wrote Higher Ground even before the accident, but something must have been telling me that something was going to happen to make me aware of a lot of things and to get myself together. Stevie Wonder. May, 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 I, may I give out a, a number for my next one? Yes, please I, do. I think, yes. The next one is, is my number six on my list. Meaning? Do you... Do you have that one? So, so wait. So you're changing your draft order. Hold on. Diddling, ding, diddling, ding, ding. We have a trade in the funk draft. Jay has moved up two spots. Yes, we are trading with Denver for the for these their second and third next year. And we will yes. Well, now I got to go reference your thing. Go ahead and announce it, and I'll play it. Well, I said, I said, well, when I called uh, just Sly the Larry Bird of cocaine use. Yes. Well, uh, Rick James is the Magic Johnson of cocaine oh. use of this set. He's the greatest cocaine user ever. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So your your draft pick is you and I by Rick James. And by the way, you and I by Rick James and the song in the Stone Soul City funk band. The open on that, it's like three opens in one song. It is spectacular. I, I, I wish I was like 14 when this came out, because this would have been my favorite song all the time. This from his album, Come Get It. Come Get It. That's one open right now. Two opens. This is great. It's got a, it's got a very disco-ish overlay. Yes. But that's fine. I dig it. I'm Rick James, bitch! Easily the most productive side character in Dave Chappelle's entire run, right? The Rick James stuff? Yeah, if there were no Rick James, true Hollywood story, Charlie Murphy, true Hollywood story (laughs) with Rick James, and the greatest thing in in TV history. Oh yeah, this song goes hard. I don't know if I've heard this song before. Jay, thank you for introducing it to me. I'm going to put it in a few playlists for sure. You just, you just got to wait till they get to the, the hook. The hook and the, uh, the hook. One of the greatest hooks you'll ever hear. Rick James, by the way, military, but he uh, was he discharged dishonorably. He just Uh-oh. left. He was like, <laughs> he's like, fuck this, I'm out. He's like, I'm out of here. From Buffalo, New York, Rick James. <laughs> That's Rick James. You and I. Oh yeah, that 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 right there is a great pick right there. That is pure. That's funk. Funk right yes. there. No, 
if ands, or buts about it. Okay. If 2024 is the year you're jetting off to a new country, or even just want to expand your language skills beyond English, then I urge you to check out Rosetta Stone today. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years. Why? Because it works. Instead of drilling vocabulary words, with Rosetta Stone you learn by matching audio, from native speakers to visuals, reading stories, participating in dialogues, and other practical language skills that fast-track your ability to communicate fluently. Not only is it a more effective way to learn, it's more fun. Rosetta Stone's advanced voice recognition technology gives you feedback on how well you pronounce words. Other language learning apps use speech recognition to detect what you said. Rosetta Stone tells you how well you said it. Rosetta Stone offers 25 languages with lessons available on your computer, phone, or tablet. And with a lifetime membership, you get forever access to all the lessons for all the languages and never pay a renewal fee. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, ZabeCast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, good. A little keep me on my toes here because I had it all lined up in my uh, little playlist here called Funk Draft. By the way, I'd love for other submissions from listeners. Oh, sorry. This is, I didn't mean to hit that. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Okay. So uh, we are now with the one, two, three, four, five, six. This is the seventh selection. Out of 10. With the seventh selection, a perhaps controversial pick by yours truly, Lionel Richie's All Night Long, which is more pop than funk, not from the 70s. However, Jay, here's the hook I'm going to rely on. Lionel Richie, part of the Commodores. And the Commodores were absolutely funk. So I'm going to use this absolute wedding toe-tap dance number as my fourth selection in the funk draft. A lot of Caribbean overtures and overtones in this song all night long. Do you have a problem with it? No, no, I'm listening to it. Okay. I think it's when he was with Quincy. What do you mean? Quincy Jones. Yeah, this is Quincy Jones produced. 
Oh, okay. I think. I think. I think. I might be wrong. He sang lead and backing vocals, used a Yamaha GS1 synthesizer for the rhythm and vocal arrangements. Daryl Jones, Carlos Rios on guitar. Uh, Production, James Anthony Carmichael, Calvin Harris, and others. So this was not actually produced by, who was it you said? I thought it was Quincy, no. Not not Quincy. Oh, that's right, because this is Can't Slow Down. This is the Can't Slow Down now, okay. It combined Richie's soulful Commodore style with Caribbean overtones. The single reached number one on three Billboard charts. That's how big it was. In the UK, it almost made number one. It peaked at number two. Song lyrics are primarily in English, but Richie has admitted in at least one press interview that the African lyrics in the song, such as... Mean absolutely nothing. Tombolea de la Seboya and Jumbo Jumbo were in fact uh, his dialects, and he described them as wonderful little jokes written when he discovered he lacked the time to hire a translator to actually translate the lyrics. So he made them oh, up. That's so funny. That's so funny. <laughs> So funny. What I love is that this song has a slow, winding build as it meanders through this, and then it releases so nice right here. I mean, if that doesn't hit you, come on now. One, two, three, all night long. You get with a girl that you are really into and get a couple of beers in you. Or a little puff in you, and you are leaning on her at a dance, at a, at a party somewhere. Your life can't be any better than than this right now. Can it? Can you feel that's me, Jay? Pretty, that's pretty funny. Fuck yeah. <laughs> All right. There's my pick. Uh, my fourth out of five picks. Jay, you are next up. This would be pick number eight, I believe. Yes. Pick number eight in the good old funk draft. What do you have? I will. I will. Do you want me to wait for you? Or well, you... no, because you've 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 audibled, so I don't want to play it because I don't know which one you're going to pick now. So you tell me. Well, I've got them right under my finger. Well, here. this is this is my last one, and this also comes up with a story. This is uh, "Word Up" by Cameo. Okay. Diddling ding, diddling ding ding. Uh, Jay has again just traded out of his. Prof- I took yes. time to get these in order. Okay, so fine. You're going Cameo. Yes. Cameo with? Word up. Word up. Okay, give me some facts about Cameo and Word Up. <clears throat> well, this comes with a great story. Cam- this was a huge song in, 80- in 85. This song is huge. Huge. But, so, let's fast forward to 1999. I am working at Radio 1. I'm working for Radio 1 at Magic... 95.9. Every year we throw this thing on called Summer uh, summer Jam. I'm sorry. Okay. And we have groups like from, well, in, in the in the, in the uh, musical nook, we had three stations. We had a, an oldies, an urban, and a gospel. So you had to get something for everybody. So for the uh, urban station, we got Cameo to come in. So they asked me to go pick up uh a couple of the guys from Cameo, they were coming in from Dulles. They gave me like a little nice little van and I picked these guys up from Dulles. <laughs> so on the way back from Dulles, we we're all sitting in the van having a wonderful chat. And one guy says, do you mind if I smoke? I go, yeah, no problem. It's just a stupid <laughs> van. I don't care. 
Well, he, he meant smoke he, some weed. Yes. 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 <laughs> Back when yes. weed could have put a brother yes. in jail for a good yes. stretch of time, and you're driving going, holy fuck, what am I doing? Thank you, David. <laughs> so all the way from 295 in D.C. to uh, downtown Baltimore, all I could see was uh, man and the rest of Cameo. Headline. Today on, today on the 11, yes. 11 p.m. news, yeah. Uh, yeah. R&B pop star Cameo arrested on Radio and, Junket. And other guy. Yeah. Wow. And other guy, right? Yeah. Yes. yeah. The driver was also arrested. He's facing yes. five to ten years in prison, yes. but nobody cares yes. about that. Uh, Cameo is okay, everybody, and he will be released with a misdemeanor. <laughs> but, by the way, I, Cameo, I never really looked at Cameo. Cameo looks like a cross between Neil deGrasse Tyson and Kid and Play with that fucking hair of his. Holy well, shit. Larry Graham, lead singer of Cameo. Oh, that's oh, Cam- that's not Cam- his Cam- name is Cameo. Cameo Larry Graham. Cameo, Cam- okay. Cameo is a, a uh, I believe there's six members in Cameo. Okay. And again, started in the 70s. They probably their big their big year was this year. It was 85 was a big year. But they they're, Word they're, up, baby. Word up. Yeah. Word up. Okay. That's a good uh, good reference there. So, uh, God, Jay, you have all these little nuggets of your career and life that constantly ah, fascinate me. Like, was, I love hearing these things. One of my favorite stories ever. One of my favorite <laughs> stories ever. I just, because I could just see us on the side of the road and then face down me. in cuffs. Yes. yes. Yeah. Jesus Christ. And by the way, he asked me for more weed later that weekend because I guess he thought I was the weed. <laughs> like, I, I was brought by the station to pick you guys up from the airport. I'm not your weed guy. I'm not a mule. <laughs> right. Okay. My final uh, draft pick of my five all time funk songs. It's really not that funky. But it's sweet, and it's the great Bill Withers with Lovely Day, which I've used to close this podcast on a number of episodes. I just think it fits so beautifully in the groove. And Bill Withers is considered, according to the research I did, R&B slash funk, even though many of his songs were sweeter, softer, and slower. I uh, watched a documentary on Bill Withers about uh, two months ago fascinating man kind of a scumbag sure fascinating man musical genius and, uh, and this is i love this it. song yeah this song included ray parker jr on guitar never heard of him Shut <laughs> up. you know who that is uh lovely day has been re-released as a single all over the place and it keeps popping up in commercial usage the Gap used it for a commercial. Good Morning Football used it on the NFL Network. Pandora Jewelers as well. It was even sung by Demi Lovato with backing from Lin-Manuel Miranda and several frontline healthcare workers during the COVID-19 pandemic. So it's been around for sure. This song at the end has an 18-second long sustained note by Mr. Withers that is considered to be, even though it's unofficial, the longest ever recorded single note sung in an American pop song. How you like that I, for a nugget? I, I, you know, Bill, Bill Withers from 
West Virginia, like like the, like the smallest town in the world in West Virginia. But also, I believe he also he, he was he did military work and just was like, I got to get into this music thing. You know, the military was not going to be his career, but he wasn't. I think he was in the Air Force, I believe. It says here under Lovely Day, Wikipedia, genre, R&B, soul and funk. So there you go. Great voice. Holy shit. Who is, who is, so kind of a scumbag, huh? I need to watch the documentary on him. Yeah, he kind of beat up a couple women. And I, I can't I can't really get down with that. No, and unfortunately it was far too common. The yeah. further back you go in terms of decades, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah. So. All right. Uh, so that's my final selection, Jay. You're going to close out the funk draft with what? I am closing out the funk draft with Superstition by Stevie Wonder. Going to Stevie Wonder, going back to the University of Georgia. I'm going back to Georgia, and I believe it's from the album that you uh, brought up. I believe Superstition is also on this album, correct? Uh, let me let me look it up. This is another audible. Oh, by the way, this was not in your top five. This was that. that I, well, I just I had ten. <laughs> I know you did, but when I looked at your ten, I said, "Okay, I got five that don't conflict, so this will be easy. I'll just slot them in." But don't worry about it. I got it here. This is a great fucking song. <laughs> Oh, by the way, Stevie Wonder played every instrument on this album. Right. Why not? Because he's that yeah. talented, right? <laughs> yes, yes. And Shaq says he can actually sing. He can actually sing. <laughs> okay, uh, tell me more about this song. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to find if it's, if it's the album that I think it was. This album has so many different songs on it. It's not... Uh, I, can you can you find what, what album Superstition Stevie Wonder from Saginaw, Michigan oh by yes. the way yes. uh, a I'm virtual one man band he used synthesizers other electronic musical instruments and more uh, this song Superstition is off his 15th studio album Talking Book this and- was after okay this was the album before one of the greatest albums ever Song from the Key of Life it's a great, one of the greatest albums ever made. But this was the album before Songs in the Key of Life. And I believe he did this. Well, listen to that. Look, look yeah, at listen to how great that is. <laughs> uh, yes, he, the, did there's play only... every music, he, he played every instrument on this, on this album. The, the, other, the only other people credited on this song are Trevor Lawrence not the quarterback on tenor saxophone (laughs) (laughs) trevor lawrence a different trevor lawrence and steve madayo on trumpet that's it stevie did everything else fucking funky as shit in the groove just catchy as hell yeah this Um, this is i think i've been this also on this album you are the sunshine of my life is on this one which god stevie can i can i say i hate to be morbid but there were there's some artists, by the way, in like the next five years who will pass away, and we're gonna go. God, we should have loved them more. Stevie Wonder's very old. Yeah, you know, we're we're, like, we're loving them. I think we're loving them right yeah. now with this episode. We should. Is a good yes, thing. We should. Uh, yes. Jeff Beck involved in this song, believe it or not. Never heard of him. <laughs> um, 
He was playing virtually all the instruments on the songs by himself. Stevie Wonder was, but oh, he preferred to David, let other guitarists. David Sanborn. David yes, Sanborn. he awesome pre- he preferred to let other guitarists at times play on his records, and he liked the idea of a collaboration with the great Jeff Beck. An agreement was quickly made for Beck to become involved in sessions that became the Talking Book album in return for Wonder writing him into a song. Between the album sessions, Beck came up with the opening drum beat. Even though he was a guitarist, Wonder told Beck to keep playing that while he improvised over the top of it. And he improvised most of this song, including the riff right on the spot. Beck and Wonder created a rough demo of Superstition for the song That Day. Goddamn musical genius, Jay. That's I, how it I, gets done. Well, let me ask you, who, if you had to start a band with Prince or Stevie, who would you take? Ooh, what a question. Though. I just thought That's that. a great fucking question. Prince, you know what? Prince or Stevie, who, and, who do you start it with? I'm going to leave that for the listeners. Now that the draft is over, Jay, high five to you. High five to me. I think we did a great job. The genre is wide. The genre is contentious in what counts as a definition who cares it's all music if you love it play it loud add to the playlist and uh, answer jay's question who would you start if you had a band to start today all right buddy we'll talk to you thank you pal bye 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 now